Good morning. I'm Anna Marie, and it's time again for Focus. Today, we have a guest who's been with us a couple of times and has uh, granted us time to get updated on what's going on in our world. It's uh, Lieutenant Bill Miller with the Tennessee Highway Patrol. Hi, thank you for joining us. Hey, hello, and hello, everyone. Let's, I guess, just get started with the basics about Tennessee roadways. Maybe let's go with uh, traffic safety and fatalities and see where we are, maybe compared to last year. Uh, yes, ma'am. Uh Traffic in Tennessee is increasing, as we all know, uh, and I know we're all embracing it and welcoming all this traffic congestion. It's just, oh, it's just wonderful, isn't it? A little irony this one. Okay, yeah, 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 I love it. Welcome California, uh, <laughs> <laughs> New York, everywhere else. Uh, but no, seriously, uh, traffic fatalities are averaging about thirteen hundred traffic fatalities a year. Uh, Twenty one, we were just over thirteen hundred mm-hmm. uh, traffic fatalities, and I say thirteen hundred. That's people. Let's keep it not just in numbers. That's actually yeah. that's people who have died on Tennessee highways. Uh, twenty two. We were twelve hundred ninety one people who were killed in in twenty twenty two on Tennessee highways. So again, I, I hate to say averaging because this is people and this is their lives, but we're sticking around at thirteen hundred number mark, uh, which is <clears throat> extremely disturbing because the the number that matters to to all of us is is that next number. We don't want that next number to happen. We don't want that to be anyone we know or love. Yeah. So let's just please focus on traffic and, and make sure we all stay safe, and let's get these numbers down to zero. Yeah. But with, with traffic, there does come congestion. There does come, come other problems. We, you know, we're experiencing road rage and, and other type of reckless driving uh, aggressions towards other drivers. Yeah. So just uh, that's on the rise. That's on the increase. That's something we all need to be mindful about. Let's hit those topics maybe one at a time. And find out, is there a worst time to drive, a best time to drive? Are there things we can do if we encounter somebody who's starting to road rage against us, things like that? Are there more dangerous times on the road of the day, of the week, of the month? You know, what we're seeing on our road rage for the most part, and this is by far not the norm, because road rage happens 24 hours a day. Okay. It, you know, we don't know what's going on in that other driver's mind, that, that vehicle's behind us or a vehicle beside us or in front of us. We don't know what that driver of that vehicle is thinking, what he or she may be, be going through. Sure. So the, the tailgating, the, the distracted driving, they see you behind them at night with that glow of your phone in, in your face. They see that you're not paying attention to, the, to driving. They see you're on your phone, and that's a, that's a clear telltale sign that you are distracted at night. You see that glow of that phone right there illuminating your cab of your vehicle or, or illuminating your face. So to that driver who's directly in front of you, that starts to raise his or her paranoia, his or her anxiety. So, so then if you were to bump them, whether it be ever so slightly or if you have a serious rear-end collision, their anxiety has now just immediately elevates to anger. Mm-hmm. So, Because uh, you could have prevented this if you'd paid attention. 100% could have been prevented. And I that, just got angry right there. <laughs> who listening has not felt what I have just described? Me as a state trooper, I drive a black unmarked vehicle. Drivers are many times so distracted, they do not know that my Ford Explorer, is, which is very identifiable as a police vehicle, even though it's unmarked, it's solid black, you can still see the lights through the window, you can still see the, the cage through the windows, you can still tell it's a patrol vehicle, antennas all over it. But they're still so distracted, they don't pay attention to that vehicle. I'm tailgated, uh, I see people behind me in, in rush hour traffic with that phone in their face, and then when I stop them, they're totally surprised. Wow. So, but, but the time of day really that uh, is more prevalent is your rush hour times, your mm-hmm. early mornings, your, your early in the evenings. 
people are either running late to work, didn't allow themselves enough time to 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 maybe plan for extra heavy traffic or mm-hmm. to plan for a crash that could have happened, didn't allow for that extra time going in, and then going home, they have scheduled themselves so tight from the time that they get off to their to their workout program or to going to pick up their children at school or to whatever event that they may have yeah. in the evening, they now are racing against the clock to go to their next destination from work. So that, again, raises anxiety. Sure. That that raises paranoia. Uh, paranoia, I, I'm going to be late. Oh, my goodness. Uh, what do I do? So they start cutting out of traffic, going and coming, and, and that uh, that obviously causes anxiety, causes paranoia, causes anger, causes crashes. So uh, if you do see a reckless driver, uh, you can always call star 847. That's going to be star THP on your phone. Very easy to remember, star THP, Tennessee Highway Patrol. Mm-hmm. That's a free call to any dispatch office across the state. and Or if it's a, a, a driver that you feel, uh, you know, is really, really dangerous, is really going to hurt somebody, or who has caused a crash and is trying to flee, oh. dial 911 because Star THP is only going to alert the highway patrol. If you dial 911, it's going to go to everyone. Ah, uh, okay. So uh, the county will get it, the city will get it. We'll then get the call from either the county or the city. They'll pass it along to us. So it is, it's something that, uh, we, you know, we as drivers probably don't utilize that enough yeah. because we don't want to get involved. We don't, it's, hey, it's not, I'm okay, it didn't happen to me, I just witnessed it, but I'm not going to get involved. Yeah. I think also, Lieutenant, uh, if you're just joining us, I'm Anna Marie, and this is Focus, and we're talking with Lieutenant Bill Miller with the Tennessee Highway Patrol. I think also not enough people remember Star THP. Correct. Star THP. And because I've spoken with you enough, I remembered it, and we, my husband and I had gone out of uh, state, coming back into, we were back into Tennessee, and we saw some people um because we had just had a torrential torrential downpour of rain and saw some people off the road in a ditch and their car doors were open it looked like maybe it just happened and as we went by we were like wait a minute wait a minute because uh, we almost missed it so we called star thp and were able to tell them and as we were driving we we're able to say okay we're at this mile marker but if we didn't know we'd be like well who do we call in this area what police department is this in this area? And call nine one one and try and go through all of that. So Star THP is statewide. It's statewide, yes, ma'am. And with that premise, uh, obviously, uh, we in Tennessee, many people travel south to Florida for vacation, mm-hmm. Panama City, Gulf Shores, Disney World, wherever. Uh, even if you go through Kentucky and travel north, always remember that there are star. Uh, star numbers for you to call for that that state's highway patrol or, or that state state police. Mm-hmm. For example, George, I believe, is, is star HP, star highway patrol. Oh. So so there's always going to be a number for you to have, like just like star THP, if you need a trooper to come to you in your emergency or in your, your, your time of need, a flat tire, whatever the case may be, there, there, are, there are signs that are, that are posted along the interstate systems. Primarily, as soon as you come into that state, you'll you'll see it within the first mile or two. So pay attention to those signs and get ready for that in case you need it. Or do just a little bit of homework before you travel. Google it, search it, yeah. and you'll find it. But that's a very helpful number uh, to to reach someone who can come to you quickly, because obviously nine one one that that's a very busy phone line, and they're mm-hmm. going to answer your call. Don't get me wrong; they're going to answer your call during nine one one, but they're going to have to prioritize the level of emergency because right. of the level of resources that they can send out. Yeah. So so always keep that in mind. It's an extra tool 
in your toolbox as you're driving. Okay. That star, that star THP number or the star highway patrol or where whatever state that you may be traveling. Well, so we would have to research that because we're busy looking at the Airbnb and making sure it has a hot tub and stuff. Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> I don't blame you. I, you know, and what other amenities it may come with, but. Uh, but, you know, just it just takes a second. You it can does. look at that uh, that state police or the Highway Patrol's website, and you'll see it. Okay. But, uh, but yes, ma'am, Star THP is a great asset for you here in Tennessee. So uh, road rage tends to be more prevalent during rush hour times. And I noticed that you said they did not allow themselves enough time because that's the bottom line why, um, why most people speed, isn't it? Pretty much, yes. Uh, and speed is the number one contributing factor for our crashes in Tennessee. Wait, what? Say that again, would you please? Speed is the number one contributing factor for our crashes here in Tennessee that we that we investigate. So you're like, I'm not a reckless driver. I'm not cutting in and out of lanes, but I'm speeding. And that's, that's the number one. And a lot of times when you're cutting in and out of lanes, you're driving faster than the posted speed limit, or you're trying to speed faster or go faster than the driver who is around you, even though you may be traveling below the speed limit but you're traveling too fast for the roadway conditions yes so that's something to keep in mind that when you don't allow yourself enough time and you feel like i'm gonna have to speed to get to wherever i'm going correct um then that's still on you that's still on you you know don't hit the snooze button you know fifth give yourself 15 minutes extra in the morning Mm -hmm. that's not really going to improve your sleep or how well you feel if you're trying to lay in bed for another 15 minutes another 15 minutes of 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 uh, disturbed sleep that's yeah. not that's not restful sleep yeah so it's not going to make you feel any better throughout the day so get up out of bed when an alarm clock goes off for your safety and everyone else around you for your children's safety if you're trying to get them to school mm-hmm. just think about it that way if you're not going to put your safety first put the safety of your loved ones in the vehicle right put that first put the safety of others who are around you who have loved ones put their safety first and just be considerate to that if you've ever seen one of those roadside tributes that people put up, like little crosses and the flowers and the names, it's like that's somebody, that is one of those people who died on Tennessee highways. That is one of those statistics, those numbers that we keep track of. It's a real-life human being whose death, whose passing affected a lot of other people. That is a life that has tragically been lost, but it, is, it also represents the life that has been broken of the family mm. members and friends who tragically didn't get to have their full time with their loved one, uh, who didn't get to say good, you know, say bye, didn't get to say I love you maybe one last time. Oh, wow. Uh, who who was planning a life with someone who now it's been tragically taken away. Yeah. So it represents not just a death, but it represents lives that are broken and will never be the same. I remember saying something to uh, someone who was leaving and I said, please don't speed, because if you have a crash, even if it's minor, you're going to be late. And if it's worse, you're never going to get there. And I think people don't think that far ahead. We're just like, I need to hurry up and, and go now because I'm, I've already started out the door late. And you are the one who we talked about this in a previous interview who said, take your time. Don't worry about it. I'll be here. When we were supposed to meet for an interview and I was running late. Mm-hmm. So I said, man, I'm just like. I'm not going to be there till whatever. And you said, take your time. And that's what you, that we that's what we need to do is take our time because time is something that we don't have a lot of. I know it kind of is an oxymoron. Mm-hmm. Well, take my time, but I don't have a lot of time. That makes yeah. no sense, but it really does if you think about it. We all have a clock. That clock is ticking. How do we choose to spend our time is, is very important. Do we choose to spend our time being a procrastinator 
and, oh, and, and, oh, oh. and then now that procrastination bleeds out onto the highway yeah. to where now we have to speed a rush to get to where we're going. That's wasting your time. Wow. So you aren't using your time wisely if you procrastinate. And now you bring your rush and your, your panic and your anxiety and your feeling of I'm going to be late out onto the roadway because now you're affecting everyone. Mm-hmm. So take your time because where you're going is going to be there when you get there. If you're going to work, that building's going to be there. Yeah. Your, your boss might say, hey, Anne-Marie, you're five minutes late, but I'm here. Yeah. I'm glad I'm here. Yeah. Versus Anne-Marie's not here. It's five, it's five after. Yeah. It's 10 after. It's 15 after. It's an hour. She's never, where is she? Yeah. He doesn't want to hear that you are that you are no longer here with us because yeah. you were killed in a car crash. Over five minutes. Over five minutes. Five minutes. Correct. That's a good perspective on that. That's a good way to look at that. It, uh it's a it, it you know it puts in layman's terms and, and when you are driving and you see a vehicle just we've all seen that vehicle on vacation that that's loaded down with luggage and they're speeding in the fast lane or oh yeah whipping out of traffic trying to get get somewhere quicker they'll be in the left lane all of a sudden they'll shoot off the exit ramp cut across a, a lane and properly pass in people and then you just keep on driving you're just doing your thing you're taking your time you're doing the speed limit you're just going all of a sudden that same vehicle that has been speeding and passing everyone recklessly is now coming back up behind you trying to get to where they're going. Yeah. And then you see that vehicle nine times out of ten somewhere in traffic, whether you're going to Panama City, it's just a red light or two ahead of you. Right. You've seen it. You know what I'm talking yes. about. Yes. You get nowhere any quicker. Right. There's a study that if you do 100 miles an hour from Clarksville to Nashville, you're only going to get here five minutes faster. <laughs> than if you did 70 miles an hour to Nashville. It's wow. just the average of the way the traffic flows, the ebb and flows. And of course, I know all our math- mathematicians are going to correct me on that, I'm sure. Yeah. But it's it, the ebb and flow of the average flow of traffic is the critical factor in that little equation. You're only going to get here about five minutes quicker. And that's a, a, in a long drive. And a long drive causing extreme stress to yourself and extreme ex- danger. Extreme to your, danger. To yourself and extreme danger to everyone else. When you said something about spending your life being a procrastinator, uh, uh, hold that thought a second. Uh, just in case you're just joining us, I'm Anna Marie, and this is Focus, and we're talking about uh, safety on Tennessee highways. We've got Lieutenant Bill Miller with the Tennessee Highway Patrol uh, visiting with us today. You made me wonder about this, and this is so off the wall, you probably have no answer at all, but it's possible there have been studies. I wonder about people who speed, people who are involved in crashes, since speeding is the number one contributor to crashes. I wonder if anybody's ever studied what type of personality is more likely to be in a crash involving speeding. Is it maybe more people who tend to procrastinate more or people with a certain personality type? You know, um, that's a very good speculative question. <laughs> I can probably, just from my, my 26 years of, of experience on the highways, give you a, a speculative answer. It's just merely my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, your people who do tend to procrastinate, who tend to put leaving home off as to the last minute, yeah. then they then they will try to make up that time on the highway because they feel in their mind they are they are a better driver than everyone else. Oh, I remember reading something about that. Yes, and Tennessee does not have a driver's ed course offered by the state in your local schools. If your local school has it, it's that local school who has presented it. The state of Tennessee does not have that program any longer. So most of our drivers in Tennessee have not gone through a driver's education program. Uh Uh-oh. 
So, and it's kind of telling in many ways as far as their level of experience, their level of training, whether they just simply took the driving exam and took the test, driving test, and, yeah. and then hit the roads. It's very telling. And they drive as well as their mom or dad taught them. Correct. Or their guardian. And now we're seeing a lot of influx of other states where other drivers who had to drive, who, who developed bad or even worse driving habits depend on the flow of traffic in other states. Oh. So we're experiencing that here as well. So it's, it's, it's a learning experience for, for them on how to drive in Tennessee, and it's a learning experience for us to try to educate them on how to drive in Tennessee. Oh, my gosh. So it's, it's a challenge. As population grows, you know, where's this population coming from? You know, we're not having a, a rapid, uh, it, it, you know, accelerated birth rate and, and age rate to where all of a sudden these, these, you know, our own Tennesseans are now driving. But this is accelerated uh, movements into Tennessee that's causing our traffic to be partly what we're experiencing. You're aggressive personality, mm-hmm. your type A personalities, a lot of those drivers are very aggressive as far as how they drive because that is just an extension of who they are. It's, their personality is very very aggressive, very over the top. Yeah. Um, and and kind of in your face type of personality. Right. We experience that on the roadway a lot as well. Oh my gosh, that kind of, I that makes sense. That's a good speculative answer because I'm more like a I'm a rule follower. I want to do good. I want to want to behave exactly exactly <laughs> things like that and so it bothers me but i can understand if you're like i'm going to take charge and and i was talking about it with someone and it almost almost feels like too there's this instinctive thing kicking in if somebody passes you that you want to catch up with them and i feel like that's from way way back when we had to like there might be a food source there we the fastest one is the one who survives and people are unable to like Turn that off. It's like they're going faster than I. They got in front of me. They got in front of me. They're going to get the resources first, and I might die. So they just get upset. Many people today, and I guess this is you know probably the way it's been for many years, as far as since we've been since we've all been driving. You cut you cut in front of me. You cut me off. I dare you. Why I dare you cut in front of me? I dare you put a turn signal on and get in front of me. This is you know so even though it's a legal move, they're not actually cutting you off. Yeah, they're turning a turn signal and merging. Now all of a sudden. Many people feel like that is an infringement. You have done infringed upon their space, and yeah. you you haven't. In most cases, you have not. The drivers turn turn signal on. We're in traffic. They're trying to merge. You're yeah. trying to, they're doing it legally. They're doing it correctly. They're not just passing you on the shoulder or passing you in the and then cutting you off at the last second, cutting yeah. you slam your brakes on. We as drivers have have lost in many aspects the the ability to be courteous mm. to other drivers. Oh, and and that's we we all share, and the key word is we all share the roadways, and that's something we have to understand. Uh, that with that sharing, you have to be courteous. It's like lo- teaching kids to share their toys, and learning to play well with others. Oh, you're you're that's a nail on the head. This is yeah. This this is this is my playground. This is my this is my sandbox. I dare you get in it. Uh huh. So yeah, we have to share, and that's that's something we have to keep keep a good mindset about. Is that uh, Allow yourself space to allow someone to move in front of you. Allow allow space to, to if you can, to, to have somebody merge in behind you. Mm-hmm. So uh, so it's 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 a, it's don't be an offensive driver. Mm-hmm. It's better to be defensive to where you can you can prepare and mitigate your situation. Right in case somebody is not driving defensively, they're driving offensively, aggressively, and even in case they're not being courteous and they're doing it in a dangerous way to get in front of you in a dangerous way or pull up behind you in a dangerous way. What about Lieutenant Miller? 
bad weather conditions. We've just had a round of that recently, so it might be time to refresh our minds about things to do and things not to do in snow and ice and slick roads because we've had some torrential rains recently that were just were blinding. You could not see, and people were still just speeding past. I'm like, how do they know where they're going? Bad weather driving in Tennessee. How should you approach bad weather driving in Tennessee? It's very simple, but it's not very simple how it is applied to everyone else. The phrase common sense. What is common sense to me may, be, may not be common sense to you, may, be not, may not be common sense to a million of your listeners, whomever's out there listening. Yeah. We hope there's a million people listening. But simply in bad weather conditions, whether it be rain, uh, whether it be any type of inclement weather, fog, sure. snow, ice, slush, sleet, any inclement weather, the smart thing to do, and we'll just rephrase it from common sense, the smart thing to do is slow down. But many drivers don't tend to do that. Mm. Hydroplaning, okay, many, many don't understand what hydroplaning is. Simply, you're going too fast for your tires to tread water out safely away from the, between the water that's on the roadway and, in, and it's inside the, the tread of your tires. You're going too fast for that water to disperse away from your tires. Because your tires have that tread pattern that if you go at a decent speed, it will, the water will go into the treads and out the out, sides. It will disperse, yes. Okay. If you're going too fast, you're now driving on top of the water. You're not even touching the surface of the roadway. Oh, wow. So you can sometimes turn your steering wheel. If you're hydroplaning, turn your steering wheel. And it's, you're not doing anything except turning your steering wheel. The vehicle's not going where you want it to go because yeah. it's on top of the water. Right. Very similar to driving on ice. So slow down in inclement weather. And in snow and ice, make sure as well, slow down. It, mm-hmm. It's not like driving on a beautiful 80, 85-degree day, sunshine and roads are dry. It's totally different. Mm-hmm. So, and, and many drivers tend to forget that, so they procrastinate. They didn't, they didn't allow themselves time. They didn't go out and clean their – they didn't warm their vehicle up and, turn, and clean their windshield. So now we're seeing them trying to drive through a small little windshield opening. Oh, yes. Where, they have, where the, the defrost is – only defrost the bottom half of the windshield, and they're trying to drive through that so they can't see. So, again, this is lack of planning, lack of preparation, and being, again, a procrastinator. Mm-hmm. Not not taking care of what they should have done. Getting up 15 minutes early, taking care of the vehicle, make sure the vehicle's ready to go, and then driving at a safe, reasonable speed for the weather conditions or the inclement weather that we're experiencing. Something also that we see during winter and during, during rain, uh, let's just say during inclement weather. Mm-hmm. Many drivers do not think about the maintenance of their vehicle. If your windshield wipers are, are, are screeching, making that terrible sound, mm-hmm. they're hopping across your windshield, they're jumping, they're not moving smoothly and scraping the water away, your windshield wipers need to be replaced. We don't think about windshield wipers until we need them. True. So it's, it's, it's the forgotten item on the vehicle. And then you realize they're, they're streaking. They're leaving little spots of rain still on the window. Or they're, they're, or they're so worn out that you can't see or that the rubber windshield wiper is actually ripped partially off yeah. and it's just, it's just dangling and flopping back and forth on your windshield. Yeah. That's not going to do anything except allow the metal part of the wiper to scratch your windshield. Yeah. Plus, it's not going to be able to do its job where you can see. Mm-hmm. So make sure that you can go by any part store. Most of your part stores will put the windshield wipers on on for you for free. Yes. They're they're very inexpensive and they're and it's a very small price pay for your safety. Our headlights. Many drivers don't don't pay attention to their headlights so so they they do not change their bulbs if a bulb goes out. Uh. They don't uh if their if their bulbs are dim, you can get brighter headlight bulbs at the local parts store. Okay. There's different variety just because that bulb comes with your vehicle just standard, a standard halogen headlight bulb. Mm-hmm. 
that's just the cheapest bulb that the factory can get by with to get that car out on the road. I didn't know that. There are brighter bulbs that you can get much brighter that will help you see and illuminate the highway much safer for you. Uh, your tire tread. Many people, again, don't pay attention to the tire tread, which inclement weather, rain, snow, slush, even ice. The better, t- a better depth of tire tread you have, the better traction you're going to have. The better your car is going to perform. On anything, even ice? Even ice, okay. yes, ma'am. Because if you're driving a slick, bald tire, you're putting a slick, bald tire surface against a slick, icy roadway. Yeah. Not every tire is going to perform well on ice as well. It depends on speed. Yeah. But you want to give yourself something that's going to give you traction. Yeah. So if you do hit a dry spot, you can maintain your vehicle safety. You maintain your your time on the roadway. But that tire tread is going to help grip that ice, almost form a suction on the ice if you're going slow enough to where you can travel. Oh, my goodness. I had a two-wheel drive Crown Vic rear-wheel drive vehicle for the majority of my 26 years. And that that vehicle got through snow and ice better than most four-wheel drive trucks. It's just how you drive, how you maintain your vehicle, the tires, it's all important. It's, It's all key ingredients to your safety. Windshield wipers, give yourself enough time to make sure the vehicle's ready to go. Make sure you have good tires and good tread as the best that you can. Sometimes people can't afford it, but do the best you can with that. If you're just joining us, I'm Anna Marie, and this is Focus. We're talking with Lieutenant Bill Miller with the Tennessee Highway Patrol. What about special events? We have lots of those in Tennessee any time of the year. Um, you've got some tips for us. Oh, goodness, special events. Uh, that's, a, that's a good topic. Uh, I think the city of Nashville should change its name to special event venues. Yeah. There's more special events taking place in Nashville on a daily basis. It's now the uh, oh the bachelorette bachelor, yeah party. bachelorette I couldn't yeah lost the word bachelorette party capital of, of the country <laughs> surpassing Las Vegas <laughs> so uh, special events it's really if you're going to uh, have a special event you're going to go to a special event uh, concert uh, sport uh, sporting events such as the Titans or if the Super Bowl is coming up March Madness is coming up for basketball uh, but the, during the fall you have the the southeast southeastern conference and you have the Tennessee uh, Tennessee State University uh, here in Nashville, but anywhere across the state, if your plans include alcohol, just go ahead and make the plan to designate a sober driver, not a less drunk or less impaired driver. Yeah, someone who is not drinking at all. I'm uh, not drinking anything. Make that person designate that person your your designated driver. If you have a group of friends, rotate that that responsibility out. Take turns doing that, mm-hmm. and uh, you'll be surprised how much better your week or your, your, your weekend or special event actually is going to be. Uh, ride-sharing apps, download that ride-share app uh, where you can have a driver mm-hmm. come pick you up to the front door wherever you are. Yeah. Taxis, so forth and so on. But uh, don't drink and drive, period. It's really, it's not smart. It's, it's 2023, and we we should be better than what we, we have been in the past. We have so many resources available to us to to not drink and drive. Right. To to say, hey, I'm not, I'm not that impaired, or I'm just buzzed. You're really being ignorant. You're really, you're really being stupid. Yeah. And I hate to be so, so blunt towards people who do, who think, hey, I'm okay to drive. But you're really being stupid. Mm-hmm. You're making that choice for everyone else. Ignorant is if you don't know that there's a risk. Right. You, you don't know the consequences, and right. you just, you just. I didn't know. I didn't know. Okay. I, I had not I, been educated. I'm a, I'm a victim of, of my lack of knowledge about the dangers of drinking and driving. There's not a soul in this country, there's not a soul listening today that doesn't understand the fact that drinking and driving is dangerous. Drinking and driving takes lives. 
Lieutenant Miller, is there anything else that we need to make sure and remind people about before we get you out of here? Because our time is, is up already. Buckle your seatbelts. Always click your seat before you, before you drive. And if I, if I can, touch really quickly. Seniors are going to be graduating high school very soon. Mm-hmm. 17, 18-year-old individuals, parents, do not contribute to that minor by having an alcohol-related party where their friends and fam- for the, well, excuse me, where their friends primarily will come to the, to the home. Yeah. And every community has got that parent in that high school community that allows teens to drink at their home. We know that. Yeah. It's contributing. It, it's, it's allowing to the, to the delinquency of a minor. You, as the, the person who, who hosts the party, who provides the alcohol for under 21 parties to drink, you can be held just as liable as a DUI by allowing we just discussed. Mm-hmm. So please do not provide alcohol to anyone under 21 years, 21 years of age at these parties. Yeah. Lieutenant Bill Miller, thank you for joining us from the Tennessee Highway Patrol. We'll have more information on our Focus Facebook page. Thank you for listening. I'm Anna Marie. Join us next week. That's Focus.